Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Friday to everyone out there. Come over, sit down here next to me here at the bar. Happy hour. Uh, hope everyone has a fantastic weekend coming up. We've got a good slate of games. We had a pretty good game last night as well. Let's talk about that first. I thought the Vikings D was really the story here. That they played really, really well. I mean, their first half was great. Um, really, the entire game was great with two noticeable exceptions. There were the two touchdowns by Des Bryant. And I wanted to see the first one more. It looked like a blown coverage. I mean, because no corners followed him. I don't know if it was a straight cover two where they passed him to uh, Harrison Smith, who didn't see, seem like he knew he was coming. Like, and, and Des ran right by him. And, well, he didn't end up with the touchdown. Elliott ended up with the plunge touchdown, as my buddy Jeff told me, because he has Des on his team, and I have Elliott on my team. He made that clear. Um, no, my fantasy teams, but I know we don't talk fantasy much on here. But um, those two big plays by Des, I almost think were the difference in this game, because... I didn't think the Cowboys played all that well, all in all. I mean, it was a sloppier, not as clean performance as we're used to seeing from them, including Dak Prescott. Uh, you know, fumbles and penalties and shooting yourself in the foot and just not as clean as you have become accustomed to with Dallas. And I made the, uh, the error yesterday saying, you know, this is a short week on the road. Well, it's not a short week. They played on Thanksgiving. It was a full a full week. Now they get an extra long week, so that's paying off for them. They get the win, but again, they didn't play great football. Um, those two plays by Dez were gigantic, and I don't know what was going on in the second one either. I mean, they throw him a bubble screen you know, pretty late in the game, and... <sighs> You know, Rhodes was super far off him. You know, for a goal line situation, and Dez has kind of beat him to the to the uh, beat him to the goal line. I don't know. I don't know if that was a blown coverage or you know not paying attention or what was going on with that one either. But um, that followed a muffed punt, so that was a big play too from the Vikes. And a lot of this comes down to the way the Vikings play football. I mean, as great as their defense played, and I thought Rhodes was awesome in this game. Um, and really the defense in general was great, except for two plays. You know, they did a really good job against Elliott, good job against this line. They, they, you know, they were aggressive. I mean, really good players on defense showing up. I mean, it was good to see. Prescott did break off a few more runs than we've been seeing from him. And I didn't think Elliott played bad, but I didn't think it was his best game either. Um, but they, they found a way to win. And, you know, when you're the Vikes, you're never going to beat anybody handily. You know, everything's, you know, a little room for error and you muff a punt and all of a sudden you lose the game. You know, I mean, it's, they, they never threw the ball. I mean, they took a couple shots downfield, but still it was a very, very short passing game. Painfully short passing game. Not as bad, I thought, as on Thanksgiving, which made me want to pull my hair out. Um, but Bradford was still under pressure. I mean, he still took, took a lot of heat despite, you know, the ball coming out really quick and everything being short. You know, Lawrence and Collins, two young guys with a lot of ability. 
Dallas really needs those guys to step up, and they both had big games against a bad opponent. But, you know, I, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I know a lot of Vikings fans right now are unhappy with the refs. Uh, I didn't think that was as bad a problem as many thought. You know, Bradford took a big shot in the ribs in this game. I was kind of shocked he came back. You know, when he left at the end of the first half, I was like, oh, man, that, that's a wrap. Took a helmet right in the ribs hard. I mean, I'm sure he's very much hurting now, and the long week will do him a lot of good. I think he's playing good football. You know, I, I think that he's handcuffed, and Diggs played in this game, but I wonder how healthy he is. You know, I didn't think he was 100%. He caught a lot of balls but didn't do much with them. I'm not sure that's his fault either. Um, Bradford was very accurate and completed a lot of passes, but again, really short. Um, what other notes do I have here? Uh, not much else. I mean, I, I thought it was a good game. Um, Dallas is rolling. The Vikes need some some help. You know, they, they need, uh, you know, Green Bay loss and a, and a Lions loss would sure go a long way. But I think they're still in it in the really, really poor division. Fall has arrived at JCPenney, the perfect time to refresh your home. From now until Sunday, get up to 50% off select comforter sets, furniture, and the most comfortable mattresses from top brands like Tempur-Pedic, Sealy, Beautyrest, and more. And save 50 to 60% on select sheet sets, plus an extra 15% with your coupon on select home items. Hurry and soon. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon valid 928-109 on select home items, furniture, and mattresses. Prices valid 928-101. Selections vary by store while supplies last. Fitting them regular and original prices. Intermediate markdowns may have been taken. Some exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. All right, week 13 picks. I did pick the Cowboys. Got that one right, barely. Chiefs at Atlanta. Really curious what kind of game this is. Is this going to be a Spencer Ware, play slow, eat clock, get after Matt Ryan with three top pass rushers? It looks like all three of those guys are going to play. Or is this going to be Julio blowing up against corners not named Marcus Peters? Falcons controlling the flow of the game with a lot of different people. All these weapons they have going now. Guy like Gabriel getting free. Does their line handle that pass rush pretty well? Can they get after Alex Smith? I mean, it sounds like Macklin might play. I, I'm not sure on that, but it sounds like Kelsey. I, I think Kel, Kelsey's set up for a very big day against that middle of the field. You know, we've talked about the speed and the young guys that Atlanta has on that side of the ball now. But I still think Kelsey is clearly the feature guy for this team and set up for another big game. Atlanta at home, though, I, I like it, their situation here. I think the, the, their pass rush will be aided by, you know, the dome, the home. Uh, I think Julio has a big one. I just think they have too many weapons. I will take the Falcons, but uh, Chiefs might grind one out. I don't, that would not blow me away. We got Miami going to Baltimore, and it sounds as though Miami's offensive line is going to return for the most part, or hopefully at least two, two of the three that have been missing. Um, not positive on Pouncey yet. That's going to be huge, but Baltimore's defense is really, really good, and it seems like it's getting better. Uh, I'm not sure that is going to do a whole heck of a lot. But I trust Tannehill more than I trust Flacco, and I like his weapons, and I don't expect this to be a pretty game. It's going to be a typical Ravens at-home, sloppy, 17-16, but I think Miami's clearly better than the Ravens right now. Um, I think their defensive line will get after Flacco and, and cause a lot of problems. 
their back seven hasn't played all that poorly. You know, maybe they hit a big play to Wallace or Perryman or something like that. I'm hoping to see more Dixon, and that's not a knock on West. I like West. I just think Dixon has the higher ceiling. Um, but I trust Tannehill. I like the way Tannehill's playing right now. I, I think he can be the man in this game on the road. That would be a big win for this team. You know, not necessarily even in the standings, just of you go to a perennial powerhouse type team win on the road. I think that instills a lot of confidence in a young team with a new coach and a younger quarterback. And um, I got the Finns. I bet they're a dog in that game, though. I haven't looked at the Lions, obviously. Uh, Niners at Bears. I'm sorry, I can't take the Bears against anybody. And, you know, you could probably say the same thing about the 49ers. But I think San Fran played a little bit better last week. Uh, Kaepernick's playing pretty well. I could see Hyde having a big day. I could see McDonald having a big day. Both the the Bears' inside linebackers are banged up. I don't like their secondary. Their offensive lines in shambles. Their wide receiver positions in shambles. Oh, by the way, their quarterback positions in shambles. I almost feel like it's going to be like a Hyde versus Howard type of game. And both those guys might do really well. Uh, I like both backs quite a bit, by the way. Um, But I'm going to take the Niners. I think the Niners get a win on the road. I can't say I'm betting the mortgage on that, though. These are two really, really bad football teams right now. Eagles at Bengals. I'm not super high on either one of these teams right now either, but I'm just lower on Cincinnati, especially their defense. Their linebackers in particular worry me. I could see Ertz having a really nice day, being the feature receiver. Sproles with a lot of... A lot of quick throws, as usual, from Wentz and this Chiefs-like offense, but I think it'll be very effective against this group. Eagles' defense, to me, is the best unit of the four. Um, I think they'll take away Eifert enough that the other guys don't beat you. I don't think Hill has much of a big game at all. I don't like the Bengals' offensive line against Philly's D-line. Uh, I don't think this is... I'm having a hard time finding matchups I like if I'm the Bengals here. You know, with the exception of maybe Geno Atkins, you know, who's great and I love him. But the Bengals aren't a very good football team right now. And um, they have major problems. This offseason is going to be interesting for them. Texans travel to Green Bay. I'm not sold that the Packers, corners, secondary... Uh, ability to eliminate the big play has all been fixed because I don't think that the the Eagles were the team to exploit that. But I don't think Brock Osweiler is the guy to exploit that either. Brock Osweiler versus Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? Yeah, I'll take the Packers. Yeah, I'll take the Packers. Um, the Texans, Texans might have more talent. I mean, they might have the better roster if you eliminate the quarterback. Uh, they're healthier. But Rodgers is playing far, far better football than Brock Osweiler. Um, not sure what else to really even harp on with this one. You know, I think those Houston Texan corners could give Nelson and Adams a hard time. You know, I mean, they're good players, and um, I don't think Green Bay is going to run. They don't really run at all. But I just think Rodgers gets his, and this is quarterback at home against a much lesser quarterback. Speaking of lesser quarterbacks, the Jags are hosting the Broncos. Um I think this one might be a little closer than people think. That It's easy to look at the Jags and say, yeah, they're terrible. They're going to fire their coach. Bortles is terrible. You know, we don't like these guys. They can't beat anyone. And a lot of that's true. But their defense is really good. And I don't know that Denver is going to score a lot of points in this game. You know, that I think those corners, Amukamara and Ramsey, 
um, can do a very good job, uh, uh, you know, uh, against Sanders and Demarius. And I don't like the way Booker's running. They're not running the football very well at all. I don't think Jacksonville's going to score points. I mean, I'm, I'm going to take the Broncos, but I'm curious what the over-under in this game is and would really lean towards the under if it's a reasonable number. Um, yeah, I, I think these are two really good defenses. Bortles, I would imagine, is going to throw a pick or two, be under a lot of pressure. I don't think his receivers will get away from Denver's corners very well. Nothing set up well for the Jags. Oh, that's for sure. Uh, right after we broke yesterday, the news came down that Gronkowski is out for the year. He's having back surgery probably as we speak. Uh, they are hosting the Rams. And the Rams rush the passer really well, especially from the interior. It's not just Aaron Donald either. Um, I bet Brady takes some hits here. And I think having Gronkowski out of the lineup is a very, very big deal. It's as, it's as big of a non-quarterback injury as you can have in the NFL. It's right there with J.J. Watt. I mean, it's as big of a non-quarterback injury as you can have. That The Patriots offense, to me, isn't all that scary. I think this is a huge damper on their Super Bowl chances. Curious how they play. But, you know, this goes back to the Osweiler-Rogers conversation. Do I think Goff is going to beat Tom Brady in New England? No, no, no. And I don't love the Patriots' defense. But I just don't think the Rams... Put up many points, and I would imagine Gurley does very little. He's not running all that well. It's not all his line. Patriots should shut down the run game to some degree. I'm sure Brady finds Bennett and Edelman and that crew. Those were wide receivers. Deion Lewis could have a big game in this one, maybe a lot of blunt too, but I don't think the Patriots are nearly as formidable anymore. But they win this game. Lions go to Saints. There's going to be a lot of points in this one. I mean, I feel like this is going to be one of those Saints games. Every year, they have a couple of 50-48. to 48. Drew Brees throws for six touchdowns, and Stafford throws for five. And, you know, it's back and forth, and their defenses are getting exploited. And both these defenses are playing a lot better than they were early in the year. But in the dome with these quarterbacks, especially the Saints offense, the way Ingram is running... I like that a lot. Thomas, I'm sure Cooks will get back on the board. I would imagine he will see a lot of Slay, though, in this game. Well, maybe Slay's on Thomas somewhat. I'm curious how that goes. I would think that they will try to put Slay on Cooks more often than not. Slay's one of the best corners in the league. Doesn't get talked about. Um, Lions don't run the ball. I think that's a problem on the road, of course. New Orleans at home. Yeah, give me the Saints. But, man, get all your fantasy dudes in this game. Same with this next one, with the asterisks of, I don't know why I'm 100% on board with this, and what you're reading is more positive, but I think the I think the Bills are, I think Sammy Watkins is playing and will do well, and I'm not sure if that's just optimism, because I like the player so much. Um, they travel to Oakland, McCoy looks great, if Watkins is, you know, a big time contributor, that would go a really long way, but I think there's a lot of points in this game. If Watkins is healthy, if he's not, then he's a decoy or he doesn't play. Uh, I think that, you know the Bills can run the ball pretty well, but I think the Raiders are going to score a lot of points in this game either way. You know that they can attack you so many ways. I'm not real big on this Bills defense traveling across country. This is a game they basically need to win, and I don't think they will. I, I think Oakland is set up well against this defense, and. 
I don't like the you know the, Ra- the Raiders defense at this point. I don't think it's bad, but I don't love it. And I think that the Bills of Watkins and McCoy get going can really be in it. But Oakland at home, I, I got the Raiders. All right, Washington travels to Arizona without Jordan Reed. I imagine Peterson will be on Jackson, although that doesn't seem like a Peterson-type matchup. You know, I mean, Jackson still might run past him. Garcon's playing quite well, though, too. Maybe you put Peterson on Garcon would be the smart move. Um, I do think that they will be very difficult to run on. I don't think Washington does much on the ground. Uh, I don't like the Jordan Reed part being out. I think Arizona gets this win, and... I don't love Washington's run defense. I think Washington's a better team, but it's in Arizona. I don't love their run defense. I could see David Johnson putting up big, big numbers. Uh, I just wrote an article about Larry Fitzgerald and pretty much the greatness of his career. I urge you to check that out. But he has a good matchup in the slot against Fuller. I think he'll do fine. The Cardinals are really tough to bank on, that's for sure. Uh, their protection is going to be a problem, big problem against these pass rushers. Again, Washington's a better team. I just have hunches, and I think the matchups favor Arizona a little bit, that they have a prideful performance at home and get this win. Giants travel to Pittsburgh. Uh, I've got the Steelers in this game. Beckham versus Brown is going to be a whole lot of fun. I really like the Giants' defense. I would think you'll see Janoris Jenkins on AB a high percentage of the time, but I also think Bell's going to get some matchups he really likes in the passing game um, and maybe running on the perimeter. I think this is a close game. I just think when it comes down to it, and I keep harping on this, as the season goes on, I'm going to have a hard time backing the Giants unless I can see more from the running game, something from the running game. You know, going on the road at a tough place to play without a running game, I have a hard time picking you is really the bottom line there. Is uh, I'm not sold that the Steelers are back. You know, they beat two very poor opponents. Um, Giants also, you could say, haven't really beat anyone lately, although they keep winning. Uh, I think this will be a really good game. I would expect a fair amount of points. I think Odell will have a quite a good game. He'll probably put Cockrell on him a high percentage of the time. He would eat Artie Burns alive. Um, interesting. Interesting game for sure. Um, it could go either way. There's a lot of talk we talked about yesterday. You know, Ben versus Eli. I think that favors Ben. Uh, next game, Bucks, who are red hot, going to San Diego. One of my favorite teams this year that uh, it's not going to happen for them, but... I think the Bucks get cooled down a little bit here. You know, that we see Hayward on Evans, and he gives up like a foot. <laughs> he's about a foot shorter, it seems like. But he's a really good corner, and I think he'll slow Evans down. I like San Diego's run defense a lot more than a year ago, that's for sure. I think they can slow Martin down. I trust Rivers more than Winston. Um, I am going to take San Diego in this game, but this should be a really competitive game, too. I could make strong cases for both teams. I don't love the, the Bucks secondary, that's for sure. I know their defense is playing a lot better. I know they're rushing the passer a lot better. But I think Rivers will find matchups over and over that he likes. And I trust him more than Winston, especially in San Diego. Um, another really good game, though. There's a couple really good games. There's really a bad game on Monday night, and we'll get to that after this one. Carolina goes to Seattle. I'm sorry, Panthers. I think you're in for a drubbing. 
Uh, I don't think that's the Seattle team you're going to see this pat. You know, the Tampa game. Um, I don't trust their offensive line, and maybe Short and Little Lele and you know that defensive line can wreak some havoc. But no Keekly safeties. I just think Jimmy Graham goes off. Uh, I think they attack the middle of the field. I think Wilson didn't play well last week, but will certainly trust him more than Newton right now. And Seattle's D is not gone away, and it sounds like Thomas and Bennett are going to return. Uh, we'll see Sherman on Benjamin. I mean, that's a king-size gargantuan matchup. Two of the biggest dudes at their position you're going to find. I still think that favors Sherman quite a bit. Uh, I do think that Seattle will rush the passer, especially at home, really well, and Newton will get hit quite a bit in this game. Don't see Carolina running the football real well. Uh, Sunday nighter, after getting embarrassed last week, I mean, to me, this just begs for a Seattle beatdown, you know, a statement game against, you know, the former Super Bowl team that they've played against quite a bit lately, actually. Um, I like Seattle big in this one. Colts go to the Jets. Luck's supposed to be back. Yuck. Uh, bad game. Real bad game. Um, I think the Jets will not be run on. I, I mean, I don't think Frank Gore does much. But I really think that Luck throws the ball often and well. And I think his receivers have noticeable advantages over the Jets' secondary and pass rush overall. I think this is a big, big day from Luck. If by some chance he doesn't play, um, then I'll take the Jets. But uh, even Marshall's probably going to be Avante Davis. I'm not sure. I think Davis is supposed to play for this one too. But, uh, you know, I don't trust the Colts' defense at all. Maybe you know, they, maybe they move the ball pretty well for you know, New York on offense. But I, I like the Luck factor here. I mean, I, I think he has a giant game and. I would be shocked if the concussions are still a problem. I, mean, I don't think they'd throw them out there if they would, if they did. Um, I'm, I'm just really down on the Jets, and we talked about it yesterday, I think, or the day before or yesterday. This is a team, I think, that really needs to blow the whole thing up. Um, I, I still don't understand why they're playing Fitz at quarterback. It, it doesn't make much sense to me unless the other guys just clearly don't know what they're doing. Um, Cleveland won't lose this week. They are on a bye. The Titans have a bye, you know, these odd week 13 buys, but that is the end of the bye weeks. Um, Tennessee could really benefit from that. You know, I mean, I would think you'll be fresh, finish the season strong, push hard for AFC South crown. So, in a way, I mean, it's a nice blessing for them. They got through the first 12 and, you know, get a little breather here, and maybe they're a fresher team than their competition going forward. We'll see. Um... That's going to do it, guys. Have a great weekend. Drop me a note on Twitter at any time, at WilliamsonNFL. Spread the news about the Locked On NFL podcast and the entire Locked On network. I urge you to check all of them out. That is a wrap. Take care. Over and out.